Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It takes a lot of work. It's not easy. It takes a lot of work. That's for sure. Hey guys, Raw Motivations here. Wanted to come talk to you guys today some just about trauma bonds and triggers and how those affect our lives on a day-to-day basis and how they affect our lives in how to get out of them, how to work through them. So a lot of times I'm dealing with people who have been in a narcissistic abusive relationship or they've been with someone who's just completely toxic and they leave that person and they get to the place where they're starting to heal, they're starting to have growth, but then they start wondering and they start doubting like, maybe I should go back to that person. Maybe I should go back with the person who abused me, who hurt me, who financially ruined me, who emotionally cheated on me. Like whatever you want to say, like a lot of times people struggle with that. And they'll struggle with the concept of maybe I need to go back because I didn't try hard enough or I didn't do good enough or uh, maybe I could have done something better. And these things will start to war against people's minds and they'll start to think like, oh, like they're going to change now. They're going to be different now. They're going to be better for the next person. And it's because of me. And there'll be all these doubts that sometimes run in through people's heads. And what happens is that starts running through people's heads and people start thinking from a feelings-based area. And over time, those feelings will take over and they will produce these fables, these stories, these thoughts that we tell ourselves on a day-to-day basis that often resonate deep below the surface of, I'm not good enough, or I should have tried harder, or they wouldn't have done this if it hadn't been for me, or it was my fault. And all these things that tend to hide underneath the surface, deep underneath the surface a lot of times, is what I work with people on a day-to-day basis to try to identify the triggers that they're feeling and to try to dig below the surface to figure out what's going on to try to be able to help provide healing and growth opportunities for them. All right, so some of you guys have asked about me making a video about trauma bond and about like trying to like think through how to break free at times or try to think through how to break free of these thoughts, of these feelings, of these triggers, of these things that keeps happening. So I want you to think with me real quick. Every day, you're going to go through life and you're going to have different things that happen to you. You're going to have different things that you interact with that are going to trigger you. Now, it could be a positive trigger or it could be a negative trigger. The majority of times in talking here, we're talking about a negative trigger, some trigger that produces a response. It produces a response that you want to go back and be with the abuser. It produces a a response that makes you feel bad. It produces a response that makes you want to run away and hide and not deal with the issues that are going on at hand. Either way, you're going to have a trigger that comes into your life. So when I work with people on -on one-on-one basis, we sit down and we start talking like, hey, what are the triggers that you have in your life? Okay, here's a trigger. 
We identify this is what the trigger is. Then we go a step further and we're like, hey, what are you feeling in this moment? Like just just in general. It doesn't have to be right, wrong, and different. It doesn't really matter. It's just what in this moment are you actually feeling? What's actually bubbling up? What's actually your thoughts? What's actually underneath the surface a little bit of, hey, this trigger just happened. It's going to make you feel a certain way. And as we dive into that, we write down a bunch of thoughts, a bunch of feelings, and we just put them all out there. You try to get all your feelings out. And then the next thing we ask is, okay, now that we've identified some of the feelings, what's actually some of the emotions that are pushing those feelings that are a little bit underneath? And so for that, I'm normally looking for three to five words, one word answers of different emotions that people are feeling. I can't always identify them. You look at other people at times. Sometimes we have to look at like uh, a feelings wheel or emotion chart to be able to say like, hey, these are the different emotions. Which one do you relate with the best? And as we do that, we start diving underneath the surface just a little bit. What we're looking for is after you look at the, at the trigger, you look at the feelings, you look at the emotions, you get down to a place a little bit farther down where you say, hey, this is the fable that I'm telling myself. This is the story. This is the thought that's running through my head. And it might be like, I'm not good enough. It might be, um, I could have done better. It might be, if I had set boundaries, then my narcissist wouldn't have cheated. Like It could be anything and everything that people have in their minds that's underneath the surface. But oftentimes they don't know that right away. Oftentimes they don't recognize. You don't, you don't just walk up to someone and be like, hey, this is the story I'm telling myself. That's not something that you normally think of. So it takes time to be able to dig deep. Sometimes we'll go through the same process, like two, three, four times even, of the feelings, the emotion, the story, and then wait a second. Now if that story is there, how are you feeling about it, emotions, the story? And we start getting a little bit deeper where people start realizing like, whoa, I didn't realize that that was actually underneath the surface. I didn't realize that that was something that I was struggling with or that I was facing in one sense. And so what we do is we focus on the triggers, and then we work on getting the feelings. As we go to the feelings, we talk about the emotions that are underneath. And then we go a little bit further and we define the fable. So the fable is the story that you're telling yourself. That's the story that you're actively saying on a day-to-day basis. And that story doesn't have to be right, wrong, good, bad, doesn't matter. But it has to be true. It has to be what you're actually telling yourself on a day-to-day basis when it comes to those triggers, those emotions, those feelings. So you've got the, the triggers, the feelings, the fable, and then, then we have to take a step back. Sometimes this is, one, this is one of the hardest aspects in this process is taking a step back where we're no longer engaging with the feelings, we're no longer engaging with the emotions, and we're trying to look just from a 30,000 foot view to say, hey, what are the straight, hard, cold facts about the situation? Doesn't matter how you feel, doesn't matter any of that. It only matters what are the facts in the situation. So you might've heard the phrase before, the truth will set you free. Well, what, what is also true is truth is the same as facts. It's like real-time, 100% honesty, 100% truth, 100% facts. When we're looking at the facts, the facts are going to be what sets you free. What sets you free, not from another person, but what sets you free from your mindset, from your limited view of the story that you're telling yourself that you're not good enough, or the story that you're telling yourself that it's your fault, or the story that you're telling yourself that you could have done better. All these things that underlie the surface have to be faced up with actual facts. So when we sit there and we look at your fable, we say, hey, what are the facts about the situation that either approve or deny of the fable that you just put? Now, those facts might 100% approve it, and then we go down a different route, or they might 100% deny it, and then we go down that route. More than oftentimes, what we realize is when people are thinking through life and from the feelings, from the emotional, from that thought-based section, a lot of times the fable that they're telling themselves 
actually is not true or has a lot of stuff that could be questioned with it. So we take that fable and we base it on the facts. We say, here's the fable, here's all the facts that actually go underneath it. Here's all the facts that either support or deny the fable that we just created. After we've done that, then it's time to be able to sit back and take a look at the honest truth of, hey, do these facts actually support the fable? And a lot of times you have people kind of like sit back and kind of wait and be like, no, they don't. Because they start to see the truth of the situation. Because if you're in an abusive relationship, a toxic relationship, a narcissistic relationship, whatever it might be, you're in a fog. You're in a fog that you've been put in purposely so to confuse and just make you so that you do not know where you're going at all. And that fog is really hard to break out of. You can't break out of fog with feelings. You have to break out of a fog with facts so you actually know what's going on. So you actually have an honest idea of, hey, regardless of all the lies going on around me, the lies that have been put on me by the toxic person or the narcissist, this is actually what's going on. And this is what I need to hold on to. Because otherwise you'll get confused. They'll scream at you, then they'll say they love you. They'll yell at you, then they'll give you a hug. They'll berate you, and then they'll take you out to dinner and make it a romantic evening. It goes back and forth, and that dissonance is so hard for people to understand, and it creates a giant fog that they're not able to sure of what's right, what's wrong, what's up, what's down, what's true, and what's false. So as we go through this, we take a look at the triggers, we identify the feelings, we dive a little bit deeper with the emotions, we identify the fable, the fable that we're telling ourselves, and then we sit back and we say, hey, how do the facts support or deny that? Then from there, we have to be able to see the hardest part, and that's the part of like rewiring your mind. That's the part of being able to say, hey, the facts that I showed don't support my fable. So I have to actually sit back and rewire my brain with rewriting that story to make a new story to be able to replace that fable. So when people realize like, hey, it wasn't my fault or hey, um, the narcissist or the toxic person would have cheated no matter what I did because of their own decisions, no matter what it is, there'll be countless examples that you realize like, hey, that fable is actually false. And so you start to take that out one day at a time and you replace it with that new story. You replace it with that story that's based on facts, not fiction, that's based on facts. And when you do that over a period of time, it slowly helps to like rewire your mind. So when you get triggered, you don't always just go to that feeling of, I'm not good enough, or it was all my fault. But you start to go to that feeling of understanding of, hey, this is actually something I've worked on and I know my feelings are going to try to direct me the wrong way. They're going to try to direct me to something that actually is not true. That's false. So I need to change the story and I need to say, hey, this is actually what's going on. And when I see people that do this day after day, time after time, trigger after trigger, and you're going to have lots of them, they start to see growth. They start to see healing. They start to see the capacity open up for them to be able to acknowledge what's going on around them, for them to be able to acknowledge the truth of the situation and to be able to get healing and growth. It takes a lot of work. It's not easy. It takes a lot of work. That's for sure. If you like what you see here, or if you'd like to talk more, please go to my website, rawmotivations.com. You can click on one-on-ones to be able to talk. Uh, if you like what you see here, subscribe. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, uh, and Facebook. We'd love to have you interact there or listen to the podcasts, either on uh, Spotify or Apple Music. Thanks so much.